Let's turn over to 1 Samuel chapter 17. I'm going to do a bit of reading here, but I will be skipping uh, from verse to verse at times. Um, now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered at Shadok, which belongs to Judith and pitched between Sho Shoka and Ar uh, forget these words <laughs> and Saul and the man of Israel uh, were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah and set the battle in array against the Philistines now the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side and there was a valley between them and there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath whose height was six cubits and a span. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail. And the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. And he had greaves of brass upon his legs and a target of brass between his shoulders. And the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron and one bearing a shield went before him and he cried unto the armies of the Lord and said, why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am I not a Philistine and ye servants to Saul? Choose you a man for you and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you will be our servants and serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. And when Saul and Israel heard the words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and sorely afraid. Now I want us to move down to verse 16. Uh, and the Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself 40 days. Man, this was a brute. He was a bully, and he was an intimidator. And he must have been something to look at when you read the description of Goliath. He was a giant, and he was fierce-looking, and he was mocking Israel. He was mocking the armies of God, and they were scared. Does that sound like a familiar picture today? There is a Goliath. There is a spirit of Goliath in the land today, and he is an intimidator. And when we look at him through our carnal eyes, he looks pretty scary. He looks so big. And we look at ourselves and we think, man, I'm just a little nobody here. How can we go up, up against this great army of the Philistines? There is a spirit in the earth today and it is mocking us it is intimidating us it is telling us we are nothing we are not worth anything that if we go to bat and what is it calling for you read here he said if we win you will be our servants and is that not what the enemy is trying to do today to get us the church to be his servants there is a spirit of Antichrist in the world, and it's trying to get the church to bow down to him. What are we going to do? 
<laughs> what will we do? Amen. So let's read on here. And David in verse 29 said, what have I done? Is there not a cause? Listen, there are some people who are not afraid of Goliath. And they are the most unlikely people you may ever meet. They are the little nobodies. They're the little ladies with the walkers. You know, like Mariah, you, you were touching it today. They are the people in the back of the desert. They are the people with no name, with no wealth, with no uh, nothing, according to the world standard. But this little boy out in the shepherd fold comes forth, and he says, is there not a cause? Listen, somebody's going to come up against Goliath, and it's not going to be who you think it is. And let's uh, go to verse 32. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. What is it saying here? Let no man's heart fail because of this giant, this spirit of intimidation. There is a spirit of fear that has crept into and still trying to creep into the church, into your life, into your home, into your family. This spirit of fear paralyzed the armies of God. And David comes and he addresses it, and I'm addressing it today. Let no man's, not, no believer's heart fear, uh, uh, fail for fear. Don't be intimidated by this giant. And Saul said to David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you're just a youth. And be he uh, a man of war from his youth. I love what's happening in the world today. These colleges, these kids are turning to Christ and they're worshiping. They're giving him their time, their days, their hours, their weeks. There is a revival coming forth. And, and some of the old church world establishment is looking at them and saying, who do you think you are? You're just a bunch of young adults. You don't, you don't have any experience what are you doing? This doesn't go according to our religious um, protocol and policies. Well, guess what? Your religious protocol and policy didn't take the giant out. In fact, it let him in. But God is raising up some young adults today, and they're going to look at Goliath and say, we are not afraid of you. You giant of intimidation, you can huff and puff, but we come to blow your house down. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord, for raising up some Davids. And he said, you, you can't. the king is saying to him, you can't take him. And David had a response. He said, look, you don't know me, but God knows me. You see, I've been out there. It may look like I wasn't doing anything out there tending my dad's sheep. Oh, but I was. I was writing songs of praise to my God. I was developing a relationship with the Lord. Some, it was just me and him out there in, 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 that, in, in that place far away from everybody. Just me and some sheep and the Lord. And I was growing my relationship with him. 
And there was a time when a, a lion came and tried to take out my sheep. Oh, but I took him out. And there was a bear, and I fought this bear with my, my bare hands, and I took him down because he was trying to take one of mine. And, and there is, there is a, a, a spirit of David at work today in the young adults. And they are, and they are the, re, the, the religious world is looking at them and saying, well, where'd you come from? And they're saying, I came from a relationship with the almighty God. I came from, I was birthed in worship. I was born to worship the Lord. I just got chills all over me. I was birthed in worship. And that's what's going to get the, that's how we grow. That's what gets the job done. That's how we develop a relationship with the Lord is through worship. Let's read on here. And David said, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. And then we read where uh, the king tried to give David his armor. And David put it on, but it didn't fit him. And David said, I can't, I, I can't go to war in this. This is not going to work for me. This spear that you gave me, it's, I haven't tried it. It's not been tested. It's not been tried. Take it off of me. I, I'm just weighted down with your religious doctrines and religious ways. It's done nothing but weigh me down. <coughs> he said, give me my slingshot. Give me my slingshot. I know this. I know what this will do. All right, so let's read on. And uh, he said to the king, I cannot go with these, for I have not proven them. And David put them off him. And he took his staff in his hand, and he chose him five smooth stones out of the brook. And he put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even a in a scrip. And his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. And the Philistine came on down and drew near unto David, and the man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and he saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that you come to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh unto the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. There is a spirit out there trying to defy the church, trying to defile the name of the Lord God that we serve. And then he said to him, this day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee and I will give thee the carcasses of the host 
of the, of the Philistines this day into the fowls of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, and that all the earth may know there is a God in Israel. And all the assemblies shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword or spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag, and he took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk deep into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. I love it here where it says, David ran to the Philistine. Listen, we've been cowering in the corner too long. We've been intimidated. We've been shaking in our shoes too long. And it's time that we armor up with our weapons of warfare that are mighty, that are not carnal. We cannot fight Goliath in the flesh. And see, that's what the king's armor represented, the fleshly way. And the, the slingshot and stones represents God's way, the way of the spirit. The Bible tells us that he took five smooth stones. These stones had been washed by the brook. The water had, uh, had uh, smoothed out the rough edges of the stones. And, and they had been under some pressure. Listen, your weapons need to be tested and tried. We've got some mighty weapons. And we cannot be intimidated by, by the spirit of the world. We cannot be intimidated by people uh, who are trying to get us to stop speaking what the Bible says about certain things. we got to speak out. We have to, we, we have to use our voices. And address the enemy at hand. We're not fighting flesh and blood. Let's read over there in um, 1 Corinthians. Let's see if I can find my scripture here. First Corinthians, and it's in chapter uh, 10. It tells us that we do not fight flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. And um, for some reason, my scriptures are gone here. But we are not in a carnal warfare. We are not going to war with other people. We're going to war with the demonic world that is trying to deceive people, trying to intimidate believers. Uh, we are mighty. We have... Weapons that are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. And, and so we have to use the weapons that God gave us. Um, let's, let's talk about these weapons. We have the word of God that will never change. Everything was formed by the word of God. Amen. The heavens are still in place. The planets and solar systems are still in place from the day that God spoke them into existence. His word is upholding everything. And not a thing has changed. Not a thing has fallen or failed. The world is still upheld by the word of God. We have the word of God. It's our weapon. It's our sword. It's a two-edged sword. And, and mom kind of explained this. She said, when it says two-edged, it means it's twice spoken. 
once by God and once by us. Now get that? We have to speak the word of God. It is a sword. It is a weapon. We have to use our praise against the devil. He cannot dwell where there is praise. You know, over in, in uh, um, the Old Testament, it talks about the king said, send Judah first. If we've been warring and warring, and it seems like we're not getting anywhere, send your praise first. Let your praise go up before God. There, there, there comes a time in, uh, over in Ephesians that said, having done all to stand. And what do you do when you're standing? You stand worshiping him, praising him. Amen. Use your faith. Use your stone of faith. Don't trust in your abilities. This is where we miss it. We're trusting in my abilities. We're trusting in the pastor's abilities. Trust in the abilities of God. That's how you use your faith. Don't depend on your doctor. They're going to fail you. Don't depend on your lawyer. They're going to lose the court case. But put your trust in Almighty. Put your faith in his abilities. God can do anything. And he will do it. But we have to have faith that he'll do it. Faith is the key that unlocks the door. So trust in his abilities. God will not let us down. Be like David. Don't trust in the king's armor. Put your trust in God. Amen. And then uh, another weapon we don't hear much about is hope. We have to have a stone of hope. Hold on to the promises of God. Hope tells us there is an expected end. Hope tells us this night won't last forever. Hope tells us joy is coming in the morning. Hope tells us don't quit. There's something better coming. Hope in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Keep believing. Keep standing. God will not fail us. Hope tells us to believe again. <clears throat> and then love. Love never fails. Dealing with someone uh, who gives you a rough time, use your stone of love against them. Mom always told me, it seemed like, you know, I'd, I'd go to work at places and there'd be someone there who was there, sent by Satan himself to give me a rough time. And mom would tell me, just show them love because people cannot fight love. They cannot fight against love. So if, you're, if there's someone in your circle that just seems to be there just to give you a bad time, show them love. Amen? Um, love the people that are trying your patience. Love is the most Christ-like thing we will ever do. All right, and then the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest weapon we have is the name of Jesus. And that is the stone that David used to take out the giant. He said, I come to you in the name of the Lord God of Israel. You come at me with your weapons. They look strong. They look mighty. They look powerful. But I have a weapon that your weapons have to bow down to. The name of the Lord God of Israel. Hallelujah. I mean, that, that ought to get us going here today. We have a name that is above every name. I'm going to read a few scriptures to you. Acts 4 and 12 says, there is a, there, And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which 
we must be saved. John 14 and 6 says, Jesus said unto them, I am the way, I am the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Philippians 2 verse 9 through 11 says, Therefore God has exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus Every knee shall bow. And I want to say every devil will bow. Every weapon will bow. Hallelujah. Um, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. John 14, 13 says, whatever you ask in my name, this will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And then Luke 10 and 17, the disciples said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Listen. That spirit of intimidation is subject to the name of Jesus. That spirit of fear is subject to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And so we have these weapons that we need to be using. David told the giant, this day the Lord will give your head into my hand. We need to go before the enemy and say, I'm taking you down this day. The Lord is with me. We don't run from the enemy. We meet him head on with the news that this is the day the Lord will deliver you into my hands. The, the day the battle ends. We got to speak it. This is the day you lose. Hallelujah. The God of peace shall soon crush Satan under your feet. Romans 16 and 20. The Lord spoke to this this to me maybe two months ago now, and it's just been so real to me. This is a word and a promise from the Lord. The God of peace shall soon crush Satan under your feet. I know that some of us here today, we have been under some attacks, and it seems like they've been relentless. The spirit of intimidation has been screaming in our ears, bow down, you're going to serve me. You're going to serve me. I'm taking you. I'm taking you out. What's yours, I'm taking. This is the spirit of, of Goliath today, trying to get you to bow down to him. But I say to you today, this is a day, hallelujah, that God steps in and says, no more. Enough is enough. The God of peace shall soon crush Satan under your feet. And we have been under these attacks, and, and we've grown weary, and Satan sees that. But we can still stand up to him today and say, not today, Satan. Not today. Not today, not now, not ever. Hallelujah. Today, the battle, God's saying, the battle is mine. I know you have been warring, you've been praying, you've been standing firm, you've been standing in faith, you've been asking the Lord to do things for you, you've been trusting in the Lord, and it seems like there have been times when Satan has come in to intimidate you and to strike your heart with fear, but I say to you today, and I say to him today, today the battle belongs to the Lord. Mary, today the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. Listen, we got to know he's going to defend us. He's our God. He's our Father. He's our Comforter. Jesus will defend us. We belong to him. 
We are his sons and daughters. He will take care of us. Don't worry about the giants out there. Don't worry when they're screaming in your ear. Just begin to praise the Lord even louder. When that giant comes up to you screaming in your ear, you're, gonna, you're not going to make it. You're going to fail today. Just begin to worship and watch him flee from you. Today, we're in a battle, but we're going to win if we do what David did. And that is to trust in God and refuse to be intimidated. He's a great God. Hallelujah. David put his trust in the one who gave him the strength and the power to overcome the lion and the bear and the giant. He's the same God today as he was on that battlefield with David. And, you know, I can see it so real that the Lord has been with us in the past. When the lions came to devour us, the Lord defended us and gave us the power to take the lions down. The scripture tells us no weapon formed against us can prosper. I want to say that again. No weapon formed against you can prosper. Hallelujah. We got to believe God is going to take care of us. He's going to defend us. He's going to fight these battles for us. Amen. He's going to take care of you. God does not know defeat. We serve a God we can trust in. He doesn't know what defeat is. He doesn't know what failure is. God's record is solid. There's never been a defeat in his record. We can trust him. And I know if we look at David, God uses the most unlikely champions. The world has their champion, and they'll send their champions out to you, but God has champions. And the weapons God uses are most unusual, and the people that God uses are most unlikely. But God's calling and raising up some Davids who will take on these giants that we're facing. The same God that was with us yesterday is with us today. Would you close your eyes for a moment? And go back to a place and time in your life when you were fighting a battle and it seemed like you just weren't going to win, but God came through for you. Think about those times in the past when God was so real, when your faith was so strong, and you knew there was nothing but nothing that God would not and could not do. Think about those times yesteryear when God came through with power and great might and victory. Think about the times when devils fleed. Think about the times when you prayed for the sick and they recovered. We've seen miracles in the past, and I believe that, that we're going to see even greater miracles in the next few days ahead of us. I remember those times when the hand of God was so real and so strong. We knew 
the God we believed in. We knew him personally. We knew that when we cried out to him, he was going to deliver. And that God is alive today. And he is speaking to us. I will fight for you. I will defend you. I will take down these giants. Use your weapons. They are mighty and they are powerful and they are strong. And over in Ephesians, it says, be strong. I'm sorry, Timothy, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we have to believe no weapon formed against us will prosper. Hallelujah. I know God wants a victorious church. He wants a church that is so on fire for him that we believe for impossibilities. We believe that we serve a God who can and he will do this. Listen, God is not a man that he should lie. God does not fail. He cannot fail. And he will do it again and even greater. No weapon formed against you will prosper. And, and as I speak this, I see in the spirit the swords and the spears that have been drawn against some of you. I see the swords lifted up against you. But as I speak these words, no weapon formed against you will prosper. I see the weapons falling to the ground. And you will stomp on those weapons. You will walk on those weapons. They will not take you out. Let me say that again. They will not take you out. They are the weapons of Almighty God that is coming against these weapons of the enemy. Hallelujah. I see swords falling. I see spears dropping. I see words spoken against you falling to the ground. And God says, this is, this is my people. This is my people. And I'm going to crush Satan under their feet. Hallelujah. Let's uh, come to the music. We can believe in him and we can trust in him. He is God Almighty. And there is nothing he cannot and will not do for you. Listen, he, the enemy can but try, but he cannot conquer you. He cannot win over you. Just like little David stood strong. Just see this little boy, about 16, 17 years of age, shows up to bring his brothers some food. And he hears the call of the giant calling out for someone to come fight him. And the armies of the living God are shaking in fear. And this little boy comes up. And he sees the church shaking in fear at the voice of Goliath. Can you just see that with me today? That picture there. 
that this one giant has called the armies of the living God to shake in fear. And this young man, 17, comes up. He says, who is this giant? Why are you shaking in your, in your shoes? Why are you so fearful? And he says, I'll take him. There is a cause. This same spirit is at work today. And the church has shook and trembled at its voice. But there is the voice of David. There is the voice of one who knows his God. And he says, who is he? Who is he to defy the living God? I see the, the church shaking, but I hear a voice saying, who is this? voice of intimidation coming against the church of the living God. And the church is shaking right now. But there were some Davids coming forth. There's some Davids who are coming and saying, I can take this giant. I will not be shaken. I will not live in fear. Fear is a liar. We have faith and hope. We have the name of Jesus Christ. And that voice of David cries out today, I come to you in the name that is higher than any other name, the name that is greater than sickness, than greater than cancer, greater than any disease. I come to you in the name that is higher and greater than the voice of the giant. At that name, every weapon will fall. At the name of Jesus, Goliath will fall. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid anymore. Don't walk in fear anymore. Don't let the voice of fear hold you back anymore from doing what God said you ought to be doing. Rise up in victory. Know that you have a name. You go in the name of the Lord. Don't run from him anymore. Don't run from Goliath. Be that David. Listen, you have an experience with the Lord. He was with you out when you were tending the sheep, just you and him, and you were worshiping alone in your prayer closet. He was with you. When you walked through the valley of the shadow of the death, the Lord was with you. In those quiet times, lonely times, times that no one else knew what you were going through, but the Lord was there with you. And he is with you right now today. David, rise. David, come slay Goliath. Little David came just a slingshot and some stones against a great, big, fearful-looking giant. This little young man 
said, I'm not going to bow to the spirit of intimidation. But I come to take him out. He is with you today. He's with you today. Hallelujah.